Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. It's the week that was with Max Stankamp of the Shepparton News. Good morning, Max. Good morning, Terry. I played Taylor Swift Red for you. I don't know, is that a good Taylor Swift song? Sounds all right. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm I'm a fan. (laughs) It's it's some old school Tay-Tay, but I'm not going to hold that against anyone. No, Um, no. There you go. I'm glad you enjoyed it. So it's been a busy week. It's always a busy week. You've been, uh, the Shepherd and News has been pumping out stories Every day, what are the big stories from this week? Do you think, Max? Um, so the, the the one that we spent a lot of time chasing was obviously following up from the cemetery, the Pine Lodge Cemetery we spoke about last week. That um, you know, if you, you missed it or, or hadn't heard about it, there were um, you know, lots of ornaments and and flowers and decorations taken from grave sites um, at Pine Lodge um, last week. So the the cemetery basically said, no, we're cleaning it all up. So told the grounds you have to go out and just throw everything out. Um, didn't give resident. Uh, not residents, didn't give um, families, uh, excuse the faux pas there, um, <laughs> oh, didn't give, you know, families and, and loved ones a heads yeah. up. They just kind of went out there and, and took stuff off the grave sites. Um, and then obviously people were pretty upset because you had really personal items and, mm-hmm. you know, there were some of the children buried out there that they had their toys on the graves and that's sort of the stuff you can't replace. Um, so there was uproar this week, some politicians, you know, Wendy Lovell, Kim O'Keefe locally and, and then more broadly, there are others as well calling for the resignation of, of the board of the, the trust, which maintains maybe a dozen cemeteries across northern Victoria, from Bendigo across to to our region. Um, and yeah, the, the CEO was um, was temporarily stood down um, yesterday. We had that confirmation come through that um, you know there's going to be a review in place. They they might bring them back. They might not. They they're going to have a review. So. Um, you know, there will be some changes there and that was kind of interesting to follow after. They were, you know, pretty flippant um, last week when we got in touch and said, hey, like, what, what's happening? And they're like, oh, it's just policy. It's just everyone knows about the policy. It's fine. And then... Didn't realise the reaction they were going to get. No, and it, it's had reaction across um, across the region as well. So I know there's been people in Bendigo who've been in uproar. Um, it, it, I don't think it had happened in Bendigo just yet. It was um, about to and they were in uproar and, you know, it obviously happened here and people were, were really upset. So... Um, that's been a big one this week. That's um, that's yeah, kind of been been happening a bit on the front page today. Been on the front page for a couple of days. Um, it's been on the front page this week. It wasn't on the front page today, um, but no, uh, no, you're right. It wasn't on the front page today. But yeah, it was on, page on the front three. page earlier <laughs> this week. Yes, you've got someone on the front page today talking about endometriosis. We do. Yes. So let's talk. Is back. Um, Caitlin Grant has um, yeah, has come back. Um, with from summer break with with some let's talk columns, which you know were, um, were regular kind of in depth conversation with people around Shepherd and about you know some really um, you know, really serious issues and um, yeah she you know come back and, and talk about endometriosis and the fact that it can be just so debilitating and it's just not something that's spoken about at all um, and you know she she spoke to a, a Shepherd woman talking about you know how how it affects her and and how you know some days she just you know, in the fetal position, just unable to do anything just due to the pain, um, which is, you know, not 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 enjoyable, to put it mildly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just kind of a, um, you know, she spoke really well and it's kind of a really touching piece talking about, you know, the fact that it, it's often ignored and, you know, she thought it was normal for most of her life until a, doc- you know, a doctor was like, oh, hey, that's, 
that's not, not right. that's yep. not right which mm. you know is um you know a, a pretty big and recurring issue with endometriosis in that a, a lot of doctors just don't really you know they're not trained understand about it, yep. it they don't understand it it's it's not well understood um so yeah it was really important and really good piece yeah good to create today. a bit more awareness about that yeah absolutely um absolutely on the sporting front this week um the Golden Valley Boxing Academy is finally reopening after um, no, first time since the floods. They were I saw that story. What a cute story. Yeah, so they were completely flooded in and they've, they've taken the chance to, to refit the whole gym, but you know, not really by choice. It was that, oh, we can't use any of this because it's all been very underwater. Um, but, you know, it's kind of, you know, they were, they were not far off. You know, they, they weren't even sure if they'd reopen. It was kind of very up and down, and it's been the same for a lot of businesses, especially through Marupna. We've done a few stories on them, um, not just after the floods, but even this year um, with some of the, the takeaway shops reopening um, a week or two ago. So it's kind of nice to see Marupna getting back on its feet. Yeah, it's taken a um, while. Taken a long while, and it still will take a lot longer for, you know, people that are still struggling to get builders and struggling to, to you know, rebuild their homes, and that's... Um, yeah, still going to be a long process, but it's nice to see some light at the end of that tunnel. Um, Absolutely. And yeah, it's uh, chatting Branson Gibson, who started with us this week, came across from Machuca and he, he went out and chatted to Zeta from the boxing gym. Um, and yeah, just a, a really nice, really touching story. Um, and speaking of nice and touching stories um, that are sport-related, Marupna Football Club, despite you know being hit pretty hard by the floods themselves, they're heading across to Rochester this week. Um to yeah, try and you know, try and help them out. So having to raise about three grand. Um, what did I read earlier in the weeks about a plan to uh, get every single uh, resident in Rochester a membership to the club? I hadn't heard that. that yeah, would... that's as as one way of supporting the or supporting the community and the club as well. Mm, because I know the club was you know, obviously like ninety five percent of Rochester hit really hard. Up there, so they'll have um, an AFL club heading up this week. I believe it's North Melbourne um, heading up for a visit to Rochi, um, and it's kind of been you know heartwarming to see a lot of people getting around them and, and helping them out. Um, there's still obviously a, a lot of help needed up there, um, so just really nice to see you know traditionally pretty heavy rivals and um, you know GV clubs aren't you know often reaching out and, and helping each other as long as you know there's not necessarily hatred across many of them but it's rare to see them actually reach out and and actively try and help each other like this so that was really touching and really nice um to see um so that story's up on the website for the news and obviously on that page of the paper as well and now something i was going to ask you about well it was really weird actually because you did a column about wordle i did the very day that i you know outed myself on air as a wordle i don't know what a wordler um, <laughs> I, I, sure. As a wordler myself, um, yeah, it's um, for those of you who don't know, it's a it's a free online daily word game. You have to guess what the word is. It's five letters, and you start with no clues. But y- you know, every every letter you put in gives you a clue. As in, it's not in the word. It's in the word. It's in the wrong sp- spot, or it's in the word in the right spot, yep. depending on what colour it you know, the tile goes. And um, I don't know about you, Max, but a lot of people who play Wordle, they have this one go-to word that they always start with. That is not me because I live in this vain hope that I'm actually going to crack it in one 
one day and I can't so therefore I just can't keep using the same word I don't really know if that is logical but that's my thinking process so I look around me and try and get some inspiration from my environment and then I go right um, chair yeah exactly table yeah <laughs> and I put that in and I have got uh, I have got it into a couple of times but not lately I've had a very frustrating run this week including and um, not getting it at all Ooh. you've got five have you got five guesses yeah, six guesses six guesses and I, I failed completely one day on scold which is a pretty easy sort of an easy word but if you if you don't know what the first letter is it can mm. be really hard yeah so uh, it was interesting for me to see you saying that you Sending your Wordle scores to family was a way of keeping in touch, and that's exactly what I do with mm. my mother. Yeah, there you Every go. Every day, we we often don't talk except for our Wordle <laughs> score. Yeah, we yeah we might not say much, you know, every day, but you know, we get in touch obviously once a week and and have a chat. But yeah, I'll send wordles. my I'll send my wordle score and then maybe one word like jinx or beacher. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. Occasionally, there's a bit of uh, I'd hesitate to call it trash talk because that would be giving my parents too much credit for. <laughs> Um, the, the some of the strange comments they make about Wordle, but yeah, it is nice. And I, I you know, wrote in the column this week that you know I always start with snake every single day because oh, I did how it. boring. Well, because I did it the first time. And Terry, if if the word is snake, now that I've done four hundred of them starting with snake, and I don't start with snake, and that's the word, I will no longer but, want but to be. But they alive. might have already used snake. They haven't. I checked. <laughs> can I you ch- actually check? Yeah, you can check. There's okay. a list of all of the previous really? words up. So, I say, so you can um, avoid those for a second. Yes, you can avoid those. Okay. Um, so if you haven't, if you're listening and you're wondering what we're talking about, just Google Wordle, have a look. Um, a lot of people say, I don't have time for that. Well, honestly, sometimes it takes one minute. Other times it will take a lot longer. I what I, I tend to do if, I, if I'm stuck, I'll just leave it and go back to it because you can't just sit there staring at it. You'll throw your phone yeah. across the room. Yeah. But it's good. It's good fun, isn't it? It is. It's great fun. Mm. It's great fun. I want to be that person that comes up with the next kind of Wordle type game that the New York Times can buy it off me and make me rich. Mm, that would be nice. <laughs> it would be very nice. Very simple idea, but powerful. Very powerful. Very good. Another highlight? One more highlight, um, One Max? more story. So the other story that kind of caught my eye, there are, well, sorry, there are two planning applications, development applications that caught my eye across Shepparton this week. One was for like a, a hotel and convention centre kind of near the old Pizza Hut site just across the road from Sam on um, on Wyndham Street. Sounds like a good spot for that. Which is probably the perfect spot for that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it would be a big one. It would be five or six storeys, so pretty tall, a um, lot of space, a lot of room. Um but yeah, just an interesting one that, you know, that is it linked to Sam being here? Is it kind of, um, is that the location? Is it just something that was would happen anyway? Well, when um, you're just on that, um, when you said that, my mind immediately went to the former Shepparton Hotel site. Have you heard anything about what's happening there? No, I, it's still on the market as far as I know. Okay. We did a story a few weeks ago um, talking to um, the real estate agent involved. I, I'm 90% sure it was... Glenn Young, but I don't want to, maybe, I can't, I can't remember. There's lots of information floating around my brain and some of it's useful. Um, <laughs> some but, of it. yeah, the the agent was saying that, you know, it's the, the biggest spot in town and it's the, you know, there won't be another sale like this potentially ever. In okay, so that's going to probably change hands before anything happens there. Uh, yeah, so it, it'll, it'll change hands before anything's built, I think. I don't think the current owner is planning to build anything. That's obviously why it's on the market. So, um, but, yeah, nothing at that point. And the other... 
The other thing that caught my eye and was very interesting was that we might get 3,500 new homes uh, on the outskirts of Tatura. Everyone um, in Tatura going, no! <laughs> mm, well, it's, it'll be interesting to see what that does to TAT because it is that, like it'll be booming at that point. So which, I wonder what the population is there right now. Um, um, oh, that's a good question and I, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, but, yeah, they're looking at making you know 602 hectares worth of land basically just kind of residential. They're going to rezone it to Okay, so the the, officially into 2021, the population of Datura is 4,955. So that's... You know, almost d- took looking at doubling the population, although it is over 30 years, isn't it? Uh, it is over a significant period of time, yeah. yes. So it's not, um, you know, it's not suddenly overnight, you know, 3,500 new homes yeah. on the outskirts of TAP, but it's interesting to see then, does that make it, um, you know, do we do they get high school down there? Do you get more amenities suddenly yeah, in something because there's more demand? Um, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting and potentially, you know, changing the, the scope of the town. So I'm interested to see, you know, as part of that process, it's still only a you know an application before council, so council still has to consider it. There'll be a lot of chat about whether or not it's something that people will want. Um, but I mean, you know, there is such a need for yeah. you know land to be released for residential development in this region. Yeah, so, absolutely. It'll need you know, to be. It's got to be somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how people of Chitura react if they're if they're you know very happy for, to to welcome plenty of new people to town. If they'd rather you know, do it more controlled. It'll be interesting to see how that'll play out, but that was something that really caught my eye is, you know, we've had such a, a massive housing shortage and it's it's that's one of the solutions that, that Ship Council's looking at is saying, right, Tatura, you're, you're growing now. Um, but then that's one of the reasons probably why people live in Tatura and maybe not Shepparton because mm. they want the smaller town feel. Exactly. Um, mm. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. It will. Might uh, possibly be dead and buried by the time it all happens, but... <laughs> Uh, you chan- can keep an eye on a Max. <laughs> there's a chance any of us could be dead and buried. True, which true. Just a, a nice morbid thought to, to <laughs> start just your to Friday off. To end the, the week on. Okay, Max. Oh, just one more thing before uh, I let you go. In today's paper, I think it was interesting to see more about the frogs. Yes, John uh, Lewis yes. was back this week because you've, you've been visited by some frogs uh, this week, yes. uh, in the last couple I of weeks. I think a lot of people have. Mm. Uh, and obviously John has, so he's got a bit of a amusing piece in there about the frog apocalypse. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Check it out. All right, thanks so much for your time, Max. Thanks for coming back into and actually seeing your face in the studio. Nice. Yes, it's nice being back in person. Yes, are you off to work now? I am indeed. Oh, well, have a great day and we hope to catch up with you next week. Thank you. We'll we've, been talk- you we've been talking to Max Stankamp of the Shepherd and News. Grab a copy if you want to follow up on those stories or subscribe and you can get it online. SDP Tax has been your trusted local accounting firm and has been proudly helping people just like you across the Goulburn Valley and beyond for over two decades. Are you happy with your accountant? Are you certain that you are receiving maximum tax deductions? Call SDP Tax on 1300 436 829 and start a conversation today. SDP offer a maximum deduction guarantee. That's right, SDP guarantee that they'll find you the greatest deductions possible with no upfront fee charged. What are you waiting for? Call today. There is no business too small. Call 1300 436 829 or visit www.sdptax.com. One of them sponsor. South Coast Lime supplies quality agricultural lime direct to the Goulburn Valley. South Coast Lime is highly reactive with a 92% neutralizing value, 35.5% calcium, plus high levels of trace elements. 
South Coast Lime will balance your soil's pH, improving the uptake of major plant nutrients, including nitrogen, phosphorus and potassium. South Coast Lime offer bulk freight and delivery direct to your property anywhere in the Goulburn-Murray region. For quality lime, call Pete and Paul at South Coast Lime on 0488 663 286. That's 0488 663 286 or find them on Facebook. 1FM sponsor. The mosquito plague is currently raging across the 1FM listening area. To make things worse, the mozzies can carry diseases like Ross River fever, Barmer forest virus, and the potentially deadly Murray Valley and Japanese encephalitis. So prevention is our goal here at Jason's Pest Control. We have sonic mozzie repellers. They admit a sound wave that only the insects can hear, and the mozzies simply leave the area. No smoke, no smells, and better yet, no mozzies. With a 100% money-back guarantee, call Jason's Pest Control now. 1-800-599-699. 1FM sponsor. Daryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. Just a quick message. Retractor parts for many brands of tractors. Most of you good listeners know the brands of parts we carry. Over the busy times ahead, if you need new or used tractor parts, call Aussie Ag. Our stocks are large, plus glass doors, etc. Our wrecking stock of tractors is growing along with used tractors and machinery. Call Daryl. On 0428 235000. I'll repeat that 0428 235000. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.